Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of KLM. Before I pray, Psalms 119.130 says that the unfolding of the word gives light and gives understanding to the simple. So me, when I, when I, when I read that, I take things quite literally when I read. So it says that the unfolding of the word gives light. And then you find somewhere in Ephesians 3 that it says God has the manifold wisdom, right? So that there's layers to God's word that gets revealed to us through his wisdom and through, through the reading and preaching of the word. So let's just bow our heads and um, thank God for this time that we're about to spend in the word, all right? Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you. We'd just like to thank you for this time that we get to, to come before you in fellowship with you. We'd like to thank you for your word that goes forth in power, Father God. We thank you for a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, Father God. I thank you that you, you give us understanding, functioning understanding for our lives and for, 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 for our families and for, for our jobs and for our ministry. And that we may discern what's best so we may be filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through the faith in Jesus Christ. To the glory of your name, O Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. So... Frank, uh, not Frank, I'm sorry, Kevin, I think like two weeks ago, right, he, he had talked about the bigger picture, right, and then PD came right behind him and talked about sticking with our anointing. So both those messages, while I was sitting there listening to it, began to stir something inside me, um, making me want to do, right? It, it made me immediately think, well, what can I do now? Not what can I do a week from now or what can I do, a mo- or what can I think about doing, but what can I do today? tomorrow and the day after to, 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 to be obedient to this word, right? Because church doesn't just stop after Sunday, <laughs> right? Church carries on. And um, so, so when I went to go pray, God gave me this word, and um, it's going to be titled, Dear Brothers and Sisters. So when I was in, in, in prison, I actually got the opportunity to write a lot because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> so I wrote, <laughs> I wrote a bunch of letters. Uh, I wrote letters to my fiance. I wrote letters to my mother. I wrote letters to PD. I wrote letters to some of you guys. Yeah, I wrote me back. And I just wrote a whole bunch of letters. I got, I think, bins full of letters from, from, from writing so much. And um, Paul wrote the church in letters, right? He, he, he communicated through letters. For some reason, it, it seems to be easier to, to put your thoughts down on paper sometimes than when you're speaking, right? So as PD talked about sticking with our anointing, I want to speak about sticking with our anointing to serve, right? The importance of us serving each other in here. Um, One of the things I missed the most when I was away is this community, you know, the the, the bond, the unity, the like-mindedness, you know, the praise and worship, the laughter, you know, I I missed it, you know, because with, with other people, I can only communicate with them and agree with them to an extent. They're unbelievers. I'm not unequally yoked. You don't see the same things I see. You don't feel the same things I feel. You don't believe the same things I believe. So our conversation reaches a point where it has to stop <laughs> because we're going to differ, right? Um, and, 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 you know, it, and I'm not saying I, I'm, I love talking to people. I'm, uh, my mother, my beautiful mother is here. Uh, I forgot to, and I'm so sorry. That's my mother right there, and I'm, I'm actually standing here now because of all of her prayers and um and um and a lot a lot of a lot of her her, her butt whoopings too they 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 got me here 
So, you know, it's important to discipline your children. So, it, yeah, um, and, and also my, my, my fiance uh, that I will be married to on Thursdays here, and I thank God for her too. Um, she stuck with me through a rough time, and I, I, I'm so grateful for her. Right. I apologize about that. So, so, <laughs> so like I was saying, um, you know, the, the, the conversation eventually, it just has to stop, right? And, and then there's, there's this dividing line, right, where not that we're, we're, we're better, you know, I mean, we're just different. We're born different. Uh, we're reborn different. And, and I, lo I love people. My mother's a social worker, and my dad used to be a hustler, right? So they both talk to make their, their, their means, right? So when PD, when PD told me, he was like, you know, you have 45 minutes. I was like, for what, a warm-up? Or like, like, was that just me? Like, but, you know, because I, I, I really can talk, where, whereas most people actually, like, get nervous to talk in front of people. I could do this all day long. I'm not going to, but I can. Um, so, like I said, I, I love talking to unbelievers. I love—I I mean, anybody. I love having conversations with. It, but I also love the opportunity it presents for me to minister. So I can always—you know—I I can always find a way to get in there and start talking to you about Jesus, one way or the other. That's how the conversation is going to end. Uh, whether you receive him or walk away from me, it's going to end like that. Um. So, you know, with 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 us as 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 family, especially because KLM. It's such a close-knit family, right? I've been, I, I grew up in a church down the street in Sayreville. Uh, Faith Fellowship Ministries is huge, right? And, and you know, when you, it, it's not that a big church is bad, but you can't make connections with everybody. It's not possible, right? And then I went to Christ Church, Montclair, another very big church, and, and a great church, great leadership, great pastor, but you can't make the connections like we make here, right? So even though we're smaller, we're at an advantage, because of the connections that we can build, and it creates opportunities for us to serve each other more directly, right? So um, that's what we're going to talk about. Let's turn to John 13. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right. I'm going to read from verse 1 to verse 10. All right. Now, before the feast of the Passover... When Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, when the devil had already put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given him all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and taking a towel, he tied it around his waist then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterwards you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you will have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not only my feet, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, the one who has been bathed does not need to wash except for his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not every one of you. So I, I love, I love like the whole, from like John, I love the whole Bible, but from John 13 towards John 17 is one of my favorite groups of uh, scriptures to read. It begins the passion. It's about Jesus' last week on earth. And uh, so you find here, right, Jesus went through his ministry. Um, 
he, 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 he conquered as, as being born as a man, right? He conquered right there in the, the, the nature. He didn't have our nature. Then he destroyed the works of the devil by casting out demons and carrying his ministry. And then he was on his way to steal the keys of death, right? This is coming next. And so he realized, because it says it, that he had all of the authority. Right? He, he, know, he knew the time it was. That's one thing about Jesus. He, always, he was never running late, <laughs> right? He, he always knew exactly what time it was, right? He knew where he needed to be, when he needed to be, and what he needed to do when he was in that moment. So this moment right here, he, he, he realizes he has all this authority and that he's about to, to win the biggest victory in the history of the world. And instead of doing what a lot of us would, I, I would do a little dance or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I might, you know, I, I, I might, you know, I might put it on Instagram. Like I just, I just came up. I did it. You know what I mean? And um, but not Jesus. He decided that he was going to do opposite what the world would do, and, and he bowed low to wash his disciples' feet. So. Not nobody likes feet. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't really meet a lot of people that like like feet. Like a lot of people are kind of like weirded out by feet and stuff like that. I actually just I seen it uh, that some people, some churches actually still have like foot washing services, and I'm glad I'm in KLM. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah, I really love all you, but I am not washing nobody's feet. Right? <laughs> like, you know, I, I do anything. I would do anything for you, but that. <laughs> so. And mind you, back then, you know, they didn't they have the high-top sneakers and, the, and the, the Nike socks to cover the they was on dirt roads. So they had sandals and dirt roads. So, and these are men. Like, these are grown men. So this is grown men must and dirty feet. And, 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 and the king of the world is like, well, this is what I'm going to do now. The king of the world, right? Like, that. wow, the king of the world, right? So... Peter goes, you know, no, Jesus, I, 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 could never, I could never let you wash my feet, ever, ever. And, and Jesus tells him, if I don't do this, you will have no part in me. So what did he do, right? Mind you, it says that Jesus came to serve, right? He came to serve. That was his whole, his mission, right? Isaiah 53, the prophecy of the suffering servant, right? The, the, uh, Philippians 2, <laughs> Right, his his humility to come down and serve and be obedient even unto death. And so he tells Peter, You have no part in me unless I do this. So it shows me something, right? The the feet being the bottom of your body, the part that's expo- especially the thing that's exposed to the most dirt, the most uh a uh, 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 mess, right? That Jesus didn't come to superficially serve, right? He came to serve to the lowest level. He got as low as he could get, right? In the beginning of the chapter, it says that, in the beginning of the chapter, it says that he, well, the Father had given all things in his hand, and he had come from God and was going back to God. So in order to him, for him to elevate us to the place, to seat us in heavenly realms with him, to elevate us to the place where we could be in communion with him, he reached down to the place where we came from, the dirt. <laughs> right, and he sanctified exactly where we came from, and unless Peter had experienced that sanctification, he would never be able to be elevated. Right, so as Jesus did it, right, and this, this is the thing with us, right. This, this is this is my first letter to you guys, right, dear brothers and sisters. I really need you to love me deeply. I need you to love me deeply, for love covers a multitude of sins. 
Love is not afraid of our mistakes and our messes. Love is not afraid of our shortcomings. Servanthood is not afraid of it. Servanthood is the exact opposite. Where I see my brother has a need or a flaw or a weakness, well, God made me to serve him for that so we can bring him out of that. Right? So, so brothers and sisters, I need us to serve each other in love, deep love, because that, that's a foundation that God will build on for ministry, right? As we serve each other, he will increase our capacity to serve the world. But if we don't start here, if we don't serve in home, we won't serve outside of the home, right? So uh, now uh, turn with me to Acts 2, uh, verse 42 through 47. Everybody there? Oh, I forgot everybody using phones except for me. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Um, okay. So it says, and, the, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and the fellowship to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And all came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking breads in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. So between Kevin's message and Petey's message, I, and, and this message, I believe the Holy Spirit is really trying to drill a point home with us, right? Now, yes, one man waters, uh, another sows one man waters, and God ultimately calls the growth, right? But we have to sow in water, right? Growth is not just going to come, right? Uh, we will do our part, and, and, and God, will, God will definitely do his. I, <laughs> I guarantee it. Um, so the Holy Spirit is really trying to drill home a point here that he wants to expand these walls. He wants to expand our influence. He wants to expand our, our, our effectiveness, right? But it starts with us being together, our unity, right? Serving strengthens the bonds of unity, right? Unity increases influence and power, and power changes things. But in that order, right? Like, things aren't going to change if we're not doing it together, right? We're not going to do things together unless we know we care about each other. We don't, and, and how do we care about each other? It's through serving. Right? So I had the privilege of calling a brother uh, this week. Holy Spirit told me to call him real late, too. So I, 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 you know, I just came home from prison, so like, he made it seem like I had a problem. Like, you know what I mean? So I called him up. I'm like, yo, can I call you? He's like, yo, anytime you need, yeah, I'm, I'm available. I'll drop everything I'm doing. I think he thought I needed like bail money or something, right? Because <laughs> because he reacted so quick, which I, thank God for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> so Because if I did need it, I know who I call now, <laughs> but um, so, so I'm, I'm never gonna need bail money again in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> um, so, so um, yeah. So I called him, and um, he he actually had needed some prayer, not for nothing super major, but he needed some prayer, and and I was so blessed calling him. I received the blessing. I'm sure he did too. But I was like, oh, guys, anybody else you want me to call? <laughs> like, I'll do this all night. <laughs> and um, I, I, I received that blessing. So three action words stick out to me. Three actions stick out to me in this passage, right? It says that they were devoted to the apostles' teaching, right? 
it also says that they were fellowshipping by breaking the bread and praying together. They were fellowshipping. They had all things in common through fellowship, right? And then it says they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing. So they were giving, right? So three fundamentals of unity is devotion, fellowship, and giving, right? These three things are fundamentals, right? They're actually the fundamentals of love. Right? These are the things that Jesus did when he came to earth to, to save us. He did all these three things. He fellowshiped, he devoted himself to us, and he gave himself to us. Right? So the fundamentals are a foundation of something. Who plays basketball? Anybody play? We got two tall people that better raise their hand. All right. <laughs> I was about to say, all right. So, so you play basketball, right? You remember, like, like I don't know anybody, the Spurs, right? When they had the little champion, uh, championship run with Tim Duncan and them. Fundamentals. They weren't doing nothing special. They weren't doing Splash Brothers. They didn't have super, I mean, you know, they had a couple ball handlers, but it was, it was the fundamentals that made that team great, right? If you have the fundamentals, you have a foundation, and if you have a foundation, you can build, right? So we, 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 we got to get it together, right? I have no other way to say it. We got to get it together. This, this, this church... I've never been around people who, who, who pray in the spirit the way you guys do, who know the word the way you guys do, who fellowship and love the way that we do. So what, what, where's the missing piece, right? Where's the missing piece? Um, so, and no condemnation, right? Because the same thing applies. Anytime you preach the word, it goes back on you doubly. Um, so <laughs> 1 John 3, 18 says, Let us not love in word or in talk, but in deed and truth. Right, let's let's not talk about it. Let's be about it, right? Like, I, you know, it, 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 you know, when you talk about things and aren't really about them, eventually you'll be exposed. Period. I've seen it happen to to a lot of people, <laughs> right? And it never ends up pretty, ever, ever, right? But I know we're not like that. I know we really love each other, right? And, and I know we 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 really want to to bond together and work together like this, right? So, dear brothers and sisters. I need you to show me that you love me. I need you to show me that you love me by giving me your time, your energy, your gifts, your finances, an ear when I call, a shoulder to lay on, right? I, I, I need that, right? As, as a believer, I need that. Remember the Hezekiah Walker song, I Need You to Survive? So I, I seen that song first sung when I was in Montclair at Christ Church. And uh, they had like a little like youth group thing, and they were singing up there, and they were dancing. And um, so I'm I'm a, I'm a church boy, right? I'm, I I was ra- I, I actually can't remember a time that I wasn't in church. Like I I I don't remember. Obviously, I don't remember being born, but my first memories are of me being in church. Um, even though I didn't want to be there, that's where I was, <laughs> right? And um, I tell people all the time, I I didn't really grow up with like the luxury. Of, of not knowing church, like, in, and I say luxury when it's really not, but I'm saying for unbelievers, like, I, I, it was never a time in my life where church wasn't so important to me. And, um, you know, all of my favorite childhood memories are church memories. And um, so I really love church. And it really hurt me when I came home. And this is a sidebar, right? But it really hurt me when I came home. And, uh, and maybe this is, it's probably been happening and I just wasn't paying attention. And it's not you guys, but in general, just... Because the verse before said, love covers a multitude of sins. And uh, it just broke my heart seeing, like, believers on Instagram and YouTube and, and Facebook 
tearing down church leaders. There, there's never a ministry to expose the leaders. There's, it's not there. It's the, you, you can't even, you know, I'm called to expose. Where? <laughs> You're not. You're called to cover. Right? And, and, and it's almost as if, as if we feel like the world needs our help to persecute us. <laughs> it's, it's already hard enough. <laughs> right? And, and, and so, so, and I know we don't do it, right? But as we grow, right? So, because first of all, when, according to, to uh, Matthew 13, when God, when God starts to, to, to sow into a field and grow, the enemy comes to throw weeds with the wheat. So, so, so when, 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 when the expansion comes, it's going to be some, 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 some weeds in there. They're going to be around. They're going to be around, right? But because of us being obedient and building this bond of unity, we'll be able to cover each other. We'll be able to cover our pastor. We'll be able to cover our leaders, right? So that, that, that was just, you know, a side thing, right? So the foundation for effective ministry, right, is, is for us to, 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 to come together, right? In Genesis 11, during, you know, in the Tower of Babel, these, these groups, these, these people all came together, and they were like, we're going to build a tower to God, and we will be God. Like they're there. And like I almost get like the energy, like, you know what I mean? They're just all together, they're gassed up. They're like, we're gonna do it. And like God's like, no, you're not. <laughs> like uh, I'm putting a stop to this now. Um But he said he 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 God says, God said that these people having the same tongue and the same mind, if they put their hand to do something, nobody can stop them. These are unbelievers without the Holy Spirit with a common goal and a common language. How much more with us when we have all these things? How much more? Right? So, um, yeah, um, I need you guys. Right? I, I, I need you to, to, to help me bear this burden and so fulfill the law of Christ according to Galatians 6.2. 6, right? Life is hard enough, right? Uh, and, you know, it's, cra- it's, it's not crazy, but, you know, it makes sense, actually. But, like, when I was, like, living in sin, like, really, really living in sin, the devil really never bothered me. <laughs> he really left me alone because I was doing it to myself. <laughs> he didn't need my help, right? If I just let him go on about his business, he's so in bondage to the flesh, he'll destroy himself. I can go focus on somebody else, right? And, um... So, so, so that being said, what, we're saved, right? We're, we're believers. This is real, right? Like, we, this is really real. Like, you know, like, oh, it just got real. It gets real every day we wake up, <laughs> right? And, 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 and Tony Evans in his book, uh, The Kingdom Man, right? I read it. Uh, brothers, you should get that book if you've never read it. It's banging, right? Uh, the Kingdom Man. He said that I want to be the type of man that when I wake up, that it was like, not this guy again. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Daniel woke up again. <laughs> rally the troops <laughs> it's gonna be war <laughs> it's only five in the morning and he's praying in tongues and fasting let's go we got <laughs> you know and, and and but that's the kind of people that God called us all to be people make this 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 big thing about spiritual warfare right but when you read it in context in Ephesians 6 you read it in context it comes on the end of being husbands wives sons daughters Workers, and it doesn't come on the end of you. Oh, you, 
you have a ministry of a million people, so now you got to put on the whole armor of God. No, it comes on the end of us living our regular lives, being who we regularly called to be, <laughs> right? And, and, and so, you know, like I said, I was raised in church, so you got, you got a lot of things in church that was not in the word, but they, you know, they were just doing it, right? So, <laughs> you know, like, I used to hear, like, people talk about spirit, especially, like, older, like, women's. They would be talking about uh, spiritual warfare. And I'd be like, oh, this is scary. Like, <laughs> they, they, they would make it seem like it was, like, a special time. You know what I mean? Like, they would, they would have, like, these, they'd have, like, these big buckets of anointing oil. And they're coming in church. Like, we're going to do spiritual warfare. And they're walking in, you know what I mean? And they go into a room, like, 10 deep. I'm like, I'm not going in there. <laughs> I'm not going in there, right? And, um... So, but that's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches that we're at war every day, a really real war, and that there's really an enemy of our soul who's trying to take us out. And that, that's the reality of things, right? So, so it's not a fight that we could fight by ourselves, right? You, you see that in that, that armor, there's never no mention of, of your back, right? No covering of your back. We're supposed to have each other's back. That's what's supposed to happen, right? So this is my last point. Let's go to Romans 12. Everybody enjoying themselves? Yes. yes. yes? All right, good, good, yes. good, good. I am too. I love talking. I told you, this is great. <laughs> Thank the Holy Spirit. Um, yeah. uh, Romans 12, I am going to read verse 3 to 9. So for by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment. All right, so let's stop there real quick, right? I, when I came home, the day I came home, I went to go see Keith Moore in Delaware. I love listening to Keith Moore. And he said that this verse right here, when you says not to think more highly of yourself, doesn't mean don't think of yourself as nothing. Paul said that I am what I am by the grace of God. The anointing flows through your confidence of who you are. If you're not confident you're doing what God called you to do, the anointing will not flow the way it needs to. But when you know you're called to teach, preach, serve, sing, dance, the anointing will flow through that confidence because you know who put you there. You know who you're relying on to keep you there, right? So you, you need that confidence, right? So, so, you know, that whole like, oh, woe is me. I don't, oh, I don't deserve the glory. Uh, nobody does. We knew that already. <laughs> you're, not, you're, you're not telling us something that we are not very aware of, but it's not bringing glory to God, right? I, I remember I was struggling with that when I was in prison, was the feeling of unworthiness. And I was like, yeah, I'm so unworthy. No, oh, I'm so unworthy. I'm so unworthy. And I called PD, and PD was like, well, you're not bringing glory to God saying that. So I, I was challenged, right, because I, I've done things that are, are, you know, like everybody has a past and stuff like that, and certain things that you do, they may cause you to, to, to run and run in shame more than others. And thank the Lord that there is no shame for us. There is no condemnation for us who are in Christ Jesus. Because, listen, man, I, 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 when Paul writes that he was the worst of sinners, it's because I wasn't born yet. <laughs> right? And, and I would challenge him. <laughs> right? And, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't confidently stand up here and preach the word of God unless he delivered me from all of my shame. 
unless he went to the, the darkest corners of my memories and my actions in my past and brought light and freedom and healing. I couldn't do this, right? So when that, that whole, that whole I, I'm not worthy, I'm not, okay, okay, cool, 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 I get it. But even in that statement, there's still too much of I, right? And there needs to be him, all him, all pointing to him, right? So I, I was, I, that was, I'm, go back to word, all right. <laughs> so as in one body, we have many members. I'm going to go back, actually. To, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body, we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and, individual, and individually members of one another. We belong to each other. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them, if prophesy, in proportion to our faith, if service, in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, and the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Right. So as PD was talking about sticking with your anointing, it's really, I, I, I say, play your position. <laughs> play your position, right? I mean, I, everybody can't do everything. I don't want to do everything. <laughs> I, 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 it's too much. You know what I mean? I, uh, I, you know, I, I use a, a sports reference or even any, any reference where there's an organization, right? Everybody has their part, right? When you're at work, people have their part. When you play sports, people have their part. Nobody likes the guy that's trying to do everybody else's job. <laughs> Nobody likes him, right? Like, that's the one where you like, you tell people like, yo, him, he does too much. Watch out for him. He does too, too, way too much, right? Like, you know, and 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 in the body of Christ, we 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 have to one Ephesians five ten says, find out what pleases God, not find out what boosts our ego, find out what we want to do, or find out what we feel like doing. I, I, I'm so happy PD put me on to this, but the whole living your best life gospel, I don't find it in the Bible, all right? <laughs> I don't find it. I, 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 I find living a life that pleases God in the Bible, right? And, and, and how, many, how many of us know that God doesn't always ask us to do things we want, right? I know, I know, I know it's like a simple truth, but there's a lot of teaching out there that's like, yeah, you know, God's going for everything you're going for. <laughs> you know, whatever you want to do, he's going to do you good. And it's not the it's not the case. Um, so find out your position. Find out what pleases God. Find out where he, 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 he put you. Find out where he placed you, right? You actually have to submit to your position. <laughs> so I'll give you an example. Uh, love you, Pete. I know you're going to watch this, PD. So when PD told me to do this, he was like, yeah. Uh, I was like, yeah, I'm going to write an outline for you. He was like, no, I need you to write out the whole sermon word for word. And I was like, no, <laughs> I don't want to, <laughs> right? It, it, the crazy thing is I don't even have everything I wrote out of here. I have an outline. That's what I'm preaching out of. But he told me to do it. Um, I, I believe in PD. Now, I, don't, I don't listen. To, I don't follow men, right? I don't. I, I follow the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit will put people in your life for you to submit to, right? And, and, and PD... Like I said, PD has, has discipled me and been with me. And, and, and so if he tells me to do something, I know he's not telling me because he just feels like making me right for six hours, right? It's either something he did that was profitable for him or something that the Holy Spirit told him to do for me, right? It actually says in Hebrews that we're supposed to 
to, to serve our, our, our leaders and make it a joy for them to be here, right? Because it's no benefit if PD is asking us to do things or wanting us to do things, and we're not. Because now there's more burden on him. Now it takes away from him being able to sow into us. Now, now, now it stresses him out, right? And, 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 you know, thank God for him, right? And thank God for our love and dedication to him. And uh, I'll share something very personal. When I first met PD, and you can ask Jessica, this is even before, this is before I started praying in tongues, I just knew I was speaking under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And I said, I will be with PD until his dream is fulfilled. That's what I want to do, right? Um, and, 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 but that's the kind of that's the kind of people that God calls to serve Him. That's the kind of people God gives responsibilities to because they're not out for self. They're not they're not they're not looking out for their own interests, but the interest of each other. Right. So, not only once you find your position, do you have to submit to your position? You have to rejoice in your position. Right. Because I see it a lot. People, not, well, like I said, it, it happens, right? It happens in any, any arena, not just church, but it should not happen in church especially, right? But because people aren't doing what they want to do, they'll speak against the people who are doing it. Because they wish they were there, they'll speak against them. It, it, it's, it's almost as if, not, it's not almost as if, but that, that, that is... Like, the, like, we know that one of the biggest enemy has is offense, especially in the body of Christ. It's offense, right, for us to get offended with what you're doing, what you're wearing, what you're saying, how you preach, how you teach, right? And, and if you aren't rejoicing in where God puts you, if you're not loving where God puts you, you're hating on your, your neighbor. You're hating on your brother and sister. And, and that, that brings dissension. Dissension brings disunity, and that brings a lack of power, a lack of everything that God wants for us. Right. So, you know, you got to rejoice in what you recall. Right. And then I, I, I learned this, too. Right. When you're doing and you're in the position where God called you to be. So when Paul says that the life I live now, I live through faith in Jesus Christ and Christ lives through me. Jesus will reveal himself more vividly through you as you're doing what he called you to do. Right. Because Jesus was an exhorter. Jesus was a teacher. Jesus was a preacher. Jesus was a server. Jesus was a, 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 um, a, an administrator. Jesus, all these gifts were something that Jesus operative, something he did actively in his ministry, and he wants to do the same thing through you in the same capacity, but you have to be, where you have to stick with your anointing. <laughs> right? So, dear brothers and sisters, I really need you to 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 serve each other like I need us to serve each other I need us to find where we fit get in where you fit in right play your role whatever you want to say I, we, we need it right because it is it's, it's, it's a puzzle of pieces right and, and, and when when it when it comes together you get the design that God intended it to have right so I, I, I you all have ideas you all have gifts you all have talents you all have abilities right shout out to, to the men's making a men's ministry Right. So even it may it may seem like it's nothing. Right. But it's a seed. Right. Because now. So now it's Sunday night It's a basketball game. I know mad unbelievers that don't like basketball. Right. Yo, the guys at the church, 
they're having a basketball uh, uh, thing for tonight for basketball. We're going to go up there. you cool with me. You know what I'm saying? I know you don't do church, but come slide with me. Right? Come, come to church. Excuse my slang. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> I say, come, come on, slide with me. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, pull up. You feel me? Like, so, um, but, but, you know, so, so I, I, bring a, I bring a person. Stacy brings a person. Uh, David brings a person. So, so, and then three people are like, yo, I really love this place. I don't know what it is. Y'all are different. I've never, re- I've never been around a group of men who, who have fun and aren't talking about women who, who aren't talking about gambling, but y'all are really having genuine fun. I've never experienced this in my life. I'm going to come back. And I'm bringing my mom, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm bringing mama, right? But, but so that idea, right, and then the initiative to do, to follow through with the idea, right? Obviously consulting PD first, right? But we need that, right? We need that to expand, that it's important, right? And, and, and God, that's, that's what God wants us to do, right? So 2 Peter 1.10 says to be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall, never fall. So as we pursue God through knowing people, no, knowing God, loving people, and making disciples together with our gifts and our, our, our different our little quirks, if you want to call them, We'll never fall. We'll always have somebody. And if we do fall, we have somebody right behind your back to pick you up. Right? So as I close, I just want to go to Luke 23, 26, because um, I just thank the Holy Spirit and that this word blesses you and that he, he drives this point home because I speak from a very personal experience of being burdened in life. Right? So Luke 23, 26 one verse. It says, and they led him away. They seized one Simon of Cyrene who was coming in from the country and laid him on the cross to carry it behind Jesus. So his Christians were called to carry the cross. It's, it's mandatory. It, it is non-negotiable. <laughs> right? If, if you're a Christian and you, if, or you claim you're a Christian and have never decided to carry your cross, then you, it says, Jesus says you're not fit to follow him. All right, so here we have a picture of the king of the world, the, the one who, who through, all, through whom all things are held together, getting assistance to carry his cross. So Jesus is walking with his cross. He's walking with his cross. The Romans see Simon of Cyrene, and Simon of Cyrene comes alongside of Jesus and helps carry his cross. It's a picture of what the Holy Spirit does for us when we have a cross. Right? It, it, it's heavy. Life burdens you. I, 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 we all know that, right? My, and just because I went through something that may be different than when you went through, I can't, I can't measure the burden it puts on you because that's your burden. Right? And, and, and the burden that God placed on us as Christians is, is to serve each other. Right? So as the Holy Spirit comes alongside us to help us, he alleviates some of that burden. He, get, he, he lifts some of the strain. But not just so we could be more comfortable but so we have strength to help our brothers and sisters with their burden. Right? So as he lightens the load, lightens our load, it's so that we can lighten each other's load. So all of our needs can be supplied. Right? You, JC has something that I don't have that I need. Right? Frank has something that I don't have that I don't need. Ashley has something that I, I, that I need. I don't have it. Like, you know what I mean? And, 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 and all of us are like that, and God designed it like that. 
it's not it's not there's nothing wrong with us <laughs> right we we actually as christians and this is why it's the most humbling you know worldview on the in the planet we live in a constant state of need every day every day i wake up i could have a, a, the most easy day coming along i don't got to do nothing lord i need you today <laughs> i need you today might go to wild where I want to smack some. I need you. Like, I, I, really, I really need you. Like, every little thing, I need you. We live in a constant state of need. And, and, how, and how God supplies that need is through us right here. So, I got, I got three minutes left, right? I just want to pray. Uh, if you guys want, you guys just begin to pray in the spirit with me. Ebrecho kuna sabason de rebeske de nekinia rabaso tures. Ebrada kason du rebesante de beso kunde rebene nenisu rudukuse bedaso radadaba esh. Roba kindo basun de rebene kipro otasaki de ro udele bese de neki robos. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for your word. I thank you for making the word alive and active in us, Holy Spirit. I thank you for transforming our hearts and our minds as we sit under the ministry of your word, Holy Spirit. I thank you that you are planting ideas in, in, in KLM right now, that you are planting vision in KLM right now, that people are receiving right now from you, Holy Spirit, things to do, the way to carry them out, and the will to do and see it through. We lift your name up, oh Father. We lift your name up, Jesus Christ. You died to bring us together. The price of our familyhood is your blood. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you for this word that you've given us today. I thank you for you just being present here, Father God. I thank you that you had your way today in this service. But not just to have it today, but to have it continuously in us, O oh God. I thank you, Father God, with one might, with one mind, with one tongue, with one heart. We worship you. That KLM begins to, to get even more bonded. I thank you that you open up time for us to do more for each other, Father God. I thank you for the finances being poured into this ministry, Father God, so that when we go to do things, that we are amply supplied to complete what you called us to complete. I thank you that the Holy Spirit, that you place a burden of love upon us right now that through the week we're calling each other checking on each other facebooking each other just just letting each other know that we're there for each other Lord as the service close with all hearts and all eyes and, and minds clear oh Father I thank you Father God that we go in peace and in your favor and continue in your favor in the name of Jesus I pray Amen That concludes this week's message, and thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200 or visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 519, Rancocas, New Jersey, 08073. And lastly, 
If you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, contact us via email at partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to His Word. God bless you.